Good football fans, welcome back to Fourth and a Mile Podcast alongside my good friends Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. So today we have Brady tackling the NFL notables. We'll do our top five quarterback, running back, and wide receiver rooms. So the you know separate the top five quarterback rooms, the top five running back rooms, and the top five wide receiver rooms in the NFL. And we'll do our ones gotta go, which is a quarterback, running back, wide receiver trio. So that will uh, so we'll be able to look forward to that there. But hey, as far as the intro goes, kind of a change of pace to catch you guys off guard. What do you guys think with that? Sounded like an announcer going and going into what's good. It got me. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought a space jam right away. I'm like, let's get ready let's to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Wait, I mean that's what we gotta get me. going. Yeah, get yeah, that threw blood me pumping. A, threw me for a loop right away. Let's let's get started with some NFL notables. But before, so obviously this pod is gonna drop on the twenty-fourth. Um, but six twenty-two kind of has a uh, special ring to it for one of our co-host so our good friend joshua montbrian's birthday is on june 22nd so happy belated birthday to our guy joshua montbrian happy yeah, birthday two five quarter of a century happy birthday josh you thank you very old. much yeah you know so i've been sh- old we went to go shopping for canes on amazon and uh got some good deals so it should be here in about three weeks let's <laughs> let's not let's not lie you're more of a facebook marketplace guy Absolutely. <laughs> I was I just been, about to say that. I have been going hard on the flip game on Marketplace. There is no doubt about it. I don't think he shops anywhere else. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's hey, not wrong. Question, question for you guys. I know it's Josh's birthday, but do you guys know anyone personally that takes their birthday more serious than Josh? I, I, I don't. do not. Anytime you say the number 22, it just, he just stops what he's doing. I oh, don't, you mean it, June? <laughs> no, I just said 22, the number 22. Oh, I know, that's God. what he says every time. I know. Oh, you I, mean June, tw- June 22nd? All I say, all I'm going to say is that it was so much worse when I was a kid. <laughs> I would actually, like, be more, like, of a nuisance on my birthday. I felt like I've tried to be a little bit more low maintenance on my birthday, but Brady, why don't you get us to the notables and yes, stop talking let's, let's about my birthday. Let's get going. They, they, they don't really care about your birthday, I guess. So we're going to do NFL notables a little bit differently where we have uh, – today we have three NFL notables, so I'm going to pose a question to each one of the guys, and then we're going to try and get through this a little bit faster. So the first one, uh, Debo Samuel got injured. Uh, the wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers had a Jones fracture, and the timetable is a little bit iffy. We've heard a lot of different uh, start times or when he's going to be able to return. Um, I've heard around September has been the most common theme. Uh, so this question is for our athletic trainer, obviously. Um, what does this do for fantasy purposes? Obviously, he's got to lower a little bit, but does someone else for the 49ers go up? Does he go down too much? Like, do you think he's going to be ready for the start of the season? Before I answer that, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to tell me what a Jones fracture is. I don't before... know what it is. Probably in the leg. <laughs> anybody anybody got half. a Jones fracture? It's a lower All half injury. It's a foot fracture. It's I'll just leave yes. it at a foot Stop. fracture. We're not going to give you an anatomy Stop. class. Um, but it really depends on – they're not going to disclose whether it was displaced, non-displaced. Obviously, it's surgery, so you're probably looking at six to eight weeks minimum for him. The 49ers are going to take a conservative second year receiver. They like to pound the rock. One guy that's going to get more of a load, maybe it would be Brandon Ayuk. Look for him to maybe jump up a little bit. If Dante Pettis stays on the roster. 
someone from the wide receiver group has to increase in San Francisco. Maybe George Kittle is going to be a boom guy. Maybe he's your number one tight end now. Someone's got to pick up the slack for him being out for the first couple of weeks. Question. Have you guys ever injured yourself and gotten surgery on the same day? Because I don't know where <laughs> Debo Samuel gets this treatment, but good for him. I mean, he's not a no wide kidding. receiver. That's what you got to do. Quick you pay the big bucks for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, – I would say this is probably the biggest news, and it's ongoing. It's the Jamal Adams demanding a trade. So the star safety uh, for the New York Jets has made it publicly clear that he does not want to play there because they are not giving him an extension. So the teams that have kind of been brought up to the forefront uh, by Schefter are the Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, or the Seattle Seahawks. So, Becker, did you get all of those? What team do you think he's going to end up on? And if you say the Packers, we're just going to move on because we know that's not legit. <laughs> no, it will not be the Packers. Um, obviously, the buzzword is – and the buzz team is, is the Cowboys, right? It makes the most sense. They obviously have a need. They they haven't really put a ton of emphasis on their defense. The tough thing is, you know, they're, they, they have three guys on their team that make over $20 million a year or whatever it is. I think they're the only team that ha- has that type of money put into players. So it would be difficult, I think, for them to try to swing something like that. Obviously, it's where he's from. He'd like to go back there. One team that I would keep an eye on, I, I think, would be the uh, San Francisco 49ers. They're a team that – Lynch is very smart, tries to move things around. I think what would make it difficult for them is they don't have a ton of draft capital. I I don't think they have a third-round pick next year, and obviously they're going to be picking late in the first round and the second round uh, because they're going to finish, you know, probably pretty well. So that might be difficult, but but he's a guy that likes to get really smart. Um, It would make a lot of sense for them and really solidify a a young group. Um, And Jamal Adams is still young. I think his – this scenario is – is really intriguing because of just where he is at as far as his star potential and his age. It's a lot like where Zeke was, you know, when he went down to Cabo and kind of had his, <laughs> his little trip there. Yeah. No doubt. Well, thank you for segueing us into our next Dallas Cowboy segment. So uh, <laughs> Dak Prescott signed as his franchise tender, which was for a total of $31.4 million. Cha-ching. The question is for Josh. What does this mean for you? Do you think there's going to be like any long-term deal that happens before the start of the season? Do you think that gives leverage to Dak? I mean, $31.4 million is a lot of money too. So what do you think about that? It is a lot of money. They did sign – in the past like 15 months since April of uh, 2019, they've signed Zeke, Jalen Smith, Lyle Collins, Demarcus Lawrence, and Amari Cooper. So they have tons of long-term you know, money tied up already. So I could see them just thinking, you know what, let's just kick the can down the road. We'll not worry about this this offseason. They're going to have a good team this year, at least I think so. I think there's some debate on that in the pod. But they have so much money tied up in the future. I think Dak is still going to push hard for a commitment. He's going to want that, you know, three, four-year deal of just a lot of money so he can hit free agency again. But I think that the Cowboys are going to do absolutely everything in their power just to be like, no, Dak, we're just going to play this year. We want you to be able to use these great weapons that we've provided for you. And that's kind of what I think about that Dak situation. To clarify, they have an NFL high three players making at least 20 million a year. Only three other teams have more than one player making that amount of money. Is it NSC championship or bus for the Cowboys? Absolutely. But they're de- could you imagine Jamal Adams? They He'd be awesome in that defense because they don't have anybody Fantastic. back there. He'd be but their yeah, defense is terrible. 
Jer, is that including Dak? I believe so. It might. It could be four now. I. I I'm not. It might be sure. four because I. Yeah, I don't exactly. Because Zeke exactly isn't making twenty, is he? Zeke running backs. He's not making that. He's not making twenty. Right. I don't know. No, yeah, no, I, I think it's. I think it's Dak Lawrence and Cooper. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, Cooper that, definitely is. I think he's making. I think ex- almost exactly twenty. But um. Okay, so then we can transition then to our top five quarterback, running back, and wide receiver rooms here. So, um, But before that, let's take a quick break, and then we will be able to get into the quarterback rooms, and we'll start with Brady once we get back here. Hi, guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile Pod. That's 4th and a Mile Pod. Thanks, guys. And now back to the sports. All right. And we are back. So, Brady, how about you start off? Give us your top five quarterbacks here, uh, starting from five and going down to one. Yeah. And so I just want to clarify that it's going to be quarterback rooms. So, like, obviously, we don't think this is the best quarterback in the league. So, we're like, we're looking at maybe even starter or we're looking at starters, backups, and maybe even third strings here. So, we're looking at the whole body of work. And this um, is not five, fantasy. This is not fantasy related. Not either. fantasy let's, related. Let's Thank you. Yes, that, too. that is also that is also a good clarification. Uh, so number five for me. This one might be shocking for you. Uh, it's the Chicago Bears. I have Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky at number five. You look at two guys that can start in the league. I'm gonna. Yeah, I I think that they are my number five. I don't. I'm not gonna Ooh. fight with what John D. Filippo has and say that they're You're the best. Joking. I no, I think that's. I think that's a good one. Number four, this one just pains me to do. I put I put the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. <laughs> I, yeah, I unfortunately I had to let's just move on. I don't want to talk that's about that. That's big them. time. I don't want to talk about them. Number three, I had the Kansas City Chiefs. So Patrick Mahomes and uh Matt Moore. Uh Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. Matt Moore came in last year and won a couple games for him. That's a good quarterback room for me. Number two, I had the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton, you got two starting quarterbacks in there. Um, and the number one I feel like is pretty obvious. It's the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and if you want to add Taysom Hill in there as well. So uh, by the sounds obvious. This the is face, not obvious. What do we got? Where did I screw up? Okay, Chicago so Bears. here, so here's here's the deal. We're doing a quarterback room. The Bears have two quarterbacks that aren't even in the top 20. So how can they be a top quarterback room? They're not going to be in the top five. You're overselling on the backups right now. I would agree with that as well. At least with the other positions, like they're going to see the field a lot. Like the number two running back is going to play a lot, like compared to like a backward quarterback. Whereas like the wide receivers, like two, three, and four, you're going to see the field a lot more than backup quarterbacks do. So I'm with Bradley on that for sure. Okay. So, so how was Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers when Brett Hundley was the quarterback? They were pretty good, weren't they? They were terrible. (laughs) They were exactly so you got to value the backup quarterback. If the starting quarterback goes out, how is their team going to be? You're looking at the room as a whole, so you got to put even a little bit more emphasis on the backup quarterback position. If Kirk Cousins goes down, we're done. Sean Manny is not. Sean Sean Manny is not getting it done. done. He's not not getting it done. The job done. So so I (laughs) do. I think Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky are really good quarterbacks. Absolutely not. But I think if Nick Foles goes down or if Mitch Trubisky goes down. The other ones, you're not going to get much of a drop-off. I think you overemphasized the backups a little bit too much. 
Jeremy, right, let's hear your, your top five. I want to hear Bradley's. I want to hear Bradley's. He's just going to tear us apart no matter top what five it is. I've already to, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's nothing to do with that. But I didn't value backup quarterbacks in making my quarterback decision. Number five, I had Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is a really good thrower with the football. Number four, I have New Orleans Saints. Because they do have wow. What? They have Jameis, who's a good backup. I value their backup. He's the best backup in the league. He is the best backup. Number three, I have the Houston Texans. Who's their backup quarterback? McCarron. Doesn't matter. Deshaun Watson's their team. AJ McCarron. Number two, I have the Seattle Seahawks because Russell Wilson is a stud. And I think he, if if Mahomes wasn't in the league, he would be the best quarterback in the league. And number one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. No so respect to the look, former You just MVP. looked at top five quarterbacks. You didn't look at the quarterback room, did you? That's not true. That's not true. Oh, man. I, I don't like the Houston one. <sighs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> There's not a problem with Sean Watson. He is arguably the best quarterback in the league. Wow. Oh, yeah, arguably. Yeah. Arguably, there's, there's I mean, a chance yeah. for it. Rally's trying to get some mad uh, brownie points to Kev right now. No, I mean, it's just a fact. Like, when he's healthy, he's a stud. He balls. I mean, it's facts. We've got, we've got a big discrepancy. We really do. That's um, because we should have clarified a little bit more what we meant by, like, quarterback room. Brady's like, okay, they have a top five backup. They're on my list. Our first round pick next year's quarterback is going to be great. It's going to be great. Don't know where Dallas Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. It's great. <laughs> Where's Dallas on your list? They're an honorable mention for me. Oh, yikes. All Go right. Ahead, all right. All right. All right. Here, the, the, list, the list that we came here for. Okay. Number five, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, RG3, Trace McSquirley the squad. Number three, we have the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Tim Boyle. Can't, can't forget about Tim Boyle, the man the mental Oh, Boyle rules. Continue. Number two, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Chad Henney. Uh, number one, we Matt have Moore. the Orleans- Matt Moore. They don't have Chad Henney. They- Matt Moore. Did- Are you sure about that? Yeah, Matt Moore Chad was the Henney backup is- last year. He played against the Packers. He played against aren't us, too. Aren't ball. we talking about moving into next year? Is Chad Henney the backup? I believe Chad Henney is the backup. You can fact I will look check it up. me. You keep going. Yep. Brady's got some and doubt number, now. Number one is the New Orleans Saints. I didn't think there was any ifs, ands, or buts about this one. If you have Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and Taysom Hill in your quarterback room, I, I think you're the best quarterback room in the league. Okay, hey, putting him at number four is not that means that they're a slouch. Like, you have a top five in the league. I think Bradley would have a, a bone to pick with Taysom Hill being labeled as a quarterback. He wants to be labeled ATH, athlete. He's number three. He's number three in the room. <laughs> he's he's labeled as a BUM two. for me. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yikes. I just, before Josh goes, Chad Henney is the backup quarterback. Let's go. I, that absolutely shocks me. I thought it was Eating Matt Crow. Moore still. <laughs> Like fact check me, I guess. <laughs> where's where's he at now? Where's Moore at now? Irrelevant. <laughs> Facts. All right. So my honorable mention uh is the Cowboys. I went I kind of went the route that Bradley went. I weighed the starters much more heavily. I just figured that, like I stated earlier, that the rest of the room will play a lot more in the running backs and wide receivers. And so if you're gonna play a lot then I'm going to weigh that a lot more than others. 
And so if you thought having the Saints at four for Bradley is bad, I had them at five. I thought Drew Brees has not had his Ouch. top end play. You know, he's been okay, but he's kind of faltered a little bit as of late. But having Jameis Winston there kind of pushed him into the top five for me. And then I had the Texans at four. Uh, Deshaun Watson balls out all the time. He's going to have a lot tougher time with Nuke not being there, but I think his talent will prevail. Number three, I had the Seahawks. Russell Wilson being able to get mobile outside the pocket, even though he hasn't been running as much lately, which hasn't, you know, translated well, but they do have a good running game. So uh, Seahawks at number three there. Number two, the Ravens, the reigning MVP there with uh, Lamar Jackson. And the number one, the best quarterback in the game, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, with the Chiefs there at number one. So let's hear it. What do you guys think? I, I, I'm just so confused about what, why is New Orleans not the clear cut number one? I'm in the same boat as Brady. I also, their backup I mean, quarterback threw for 30 touchdowns last year. <laughs> I think he matched that with picks too. Last time I was going to say, you might want to throw, that's why he's a backup quarterback. He's not what you want from your backup quarterback. Someone's going to come and sling interceptions. Come make plays. Come make plays for us. <laughs> Brady, Brady, remind me, you did not have Houston on your list, correct? No, I did not. Would they, would they even been six or seven for you? No. Oh my god. They went. They went to bend six or seven for me either. I put the uh, Buccaneers and the Eagles over them. The Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Blaine Gabbert. Oh my lord! This was, was a, Tom Brady. That was my honorable mention. This was Tom Brady a, was terrible last year. Jeremy, I don't this care. Was, Jeremy, this would have been a prime opportunity for you to talk about your boy, the goat. Blake Bortles, and you did not take it. Yeah, you know it really was. But <laughs> he might be give, he might be cut bait. Let's move on to the running backs. Ed. we had we had a wide range of of quarterbacks quarterback rooms. Let's let's see if the running back rooms kind of squares it out. Josh, why don't you give us started get us started since uh you were last the first time? Yeah, so I will start out with five. I have the Ravens. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to add a lot to that backfield. I didn't want to weigh him too heavily, though, because we haven't seen what he can do in the league with Mark Ingram. Number four, I had the 49ers. They did lose Matt uh, Bredefilter to the Dolphins, but uh, he, they still do have some really great options there in Tevin Coleman and Roheem Mostert. Uh, number three, I actually had the Packers. <laughs> Raheem. <laughs> what did I What did I say? Rohan. Rohan. <laughs> It's like back in the day, those terrible with names. Like those, goodness gracious. I am my dad's son. There's, there's no doubt about that. (laughs) Number three, I had the Packers. I mean, if they invest all, if they want to be the 49ers, by all means, they got a really good running back room. They have Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and then Aaron Dillon is, or what was his name? The running back. AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Um, And number two, I had the Broncos. I thought that they had two really good running backs as is. And then they ended up being able to get Melvin Ingram um, or Melvin Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> Melvin <laughs> Gordon. I corrected myself before you guys even said anything. I don't want to hear that. Josh is oh riding the struggle <laughs> bus right now. And then number one, I had the Cleveland Browns. I thought that they, you know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are both number one backs if given the opportunity. We've seen that in Kansas City with Kareem Hunt. So I had Ravens, Niners, Packers, Broncos, Browns. I'll go next. I I didn't have too much to to argue with there. The Packers, I 
they're not even honorable. They're not even in top eight for me. I, I that was oh. not very. They no, were not honorable mentioned for me as well. Well, Josh, I had uh, the Cleveland Browns as my number six. They were my honorable mention with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, number five with their uh, kind of combination of the offensive line uh, was the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines. They talked about how Naeem Hines could be a huge impact in the passing game. So uh, I really like them as my number five. Number four, I had the New Orleans Saints. Alvin Kamara, uh, Latavius Murray with, with the ability of being a starting running back. He proved that when he was in Minnesota. Uh, number three, I had the, New, uh, the San Francisco 49ers with Raheem Mostert or Roheem, if you want to call him. Uh, Tevin Coleman. Uh, who knows about Jarek McKinnon? He might still play a factor. I really don't know. He's a dark know. horse for sure. Yeah, and then uh, check I also included in there as the running back room. Uh, number two, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Mike Boone proved he can run the football. Um, I'm going to include C.J. Hammond there too, former running back Augustana, and then Amir Abdullah. Uh, and then my number one is the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Just, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. And I know he's not a part of their room, but Lamar Jackson is one of the best running backs in football. So uh, that, that's my top five. I would agree with putting Baltimore up there. I have New York Giants as five just because I think Saquon is the best running back in the league, and I value that a lot more. He's their workload. So I put New York Giants at five. New Orleans Saints at four because they have a two-headed monster. They complement each other very well. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at three, contingent that Delvin Cook comes back um, because both of those two can do a lot in the backfield. They're really good at making people miss. Uh, number two, I have Baltimore Ravens, just for what Brady said about Lamar Jackson being included in that room. Mark Ingram's a stud. He's getting old, but they have J.K. Dobbins to come in there as well. Justice Hill's a good player. And Gus Edwards wasn't that bad. I'm surprised that he doesn't get a little bit more attention than what he was uh, getting. He's like running back four for them now. And number one, I have Cleveland Browns. I thought we were all going to put Browns at number one just because they have Kareem Hunt, who might be an RB1 on a team next year. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I went uh, Cleveland Browns, number one. I do not have the Vikings in my top five. Um, Shocker. I have them. They're my honorable mention. I got held up on the if Dalvin's not there. Scenario. Which is, which is fair. It's fair. And I, I put them at six. But I have, I have the Saints at five. Number four, I have the Cleveland Browns. Number three, I have the Denver Broncos. Number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. And number one, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think talent, the 49ers across the board might not have, you know, at their number one guy, they don't have the guys that, you know, maybe like a Nick Chubb or an Ingram um, or a Kamara. But I think scheme matters when it comes to their, their running back room and what they're doing. Um, so I'd put the 49ers at number one and uh, the Ravens at a very, very – 1A or 1B type of. So some of the surprise surprise teams that we had. So I had the Indianapolis Colts that nobody else had. Bradley, you had the New York Giants. Josh had who was Ravens, it? It was Niners, Packers, Broncos, Packers. Um, yeah, the Packers were a little bit out there. I think Jeremy, you were kind of not even out there. I I hate the Packers, and I don't think. I that's mean, out if there. us three all didn't have the Packers, and you did, I would classify I, them I mean, as out there. I mean, I guess. Jeez. It, I it, wanted it, to have them. I love it though. It, do you guys think that Saquon's the best running back in the league? No. Who would you say is? McCaffrey. Josh has got his fantasy hat on, though. <laughs> okay. You didn't value that in the top five, then? Why isn't he in your top five? Well, he no other really running back plays, I guess, after the after him. So, as far as like, the running back. You got to look at the whole room. Yeah. Reggie Bonifon? 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Stud. Yeah, seriously. Plays Mike hard. Davis. Mike Davis, good player. Mike Davis, solid. So this one, the wide receivers, I know we're going to be so way all over the board with. Jeremy, why don't you give us yours to start? All right. Time Glad on. I get to go first. If you say the Green Bay Packers, hop they're right not, off. They're not my top five. Chill out. Number six, though, maybe. Just kidding. Yikes. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, number five, Kansas City Chiefs. Number four, the Arizona Cardinals. Number three, the Atlanta Falcons. Number two, the Cleveland Browns. And number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where are the Cowboys? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Where are, are the Cowboys? Tyler? Where are the Cowboys? Cowboys are honorable mention number six. Wow. That's, that's Let's fair. Hear I mean, it. I don't CD have too much disagreement. Oh. Wow. a rookie. If CD wasn't a rookie, my opinion would be changed. Um, but a lot they had of a good receiving room even before CD. A lot of those numbers from Dak came trailing. You know, you, you get come back a little bit. There, there's a lot of yards there to I be I didn't had. know this is the quarterback and receiver room. I thought this was just the wide receiver room. I'm saying that's it, why it the definitely stats is. are a little bit inflated. Definitely is. So I'm going to be honest with you. I do not have Cleveland on my top five. It, it, really? it hurt me. They were, they were number six for me. So for number five, I had the Cincinnati Bengals. Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, John oh Ross, T. Higgins. What? There's a, those are four really good receivers. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. <sighs> Me neither, Jeremy. Me neither. Number four, I have the Carolina Panthers. I thought DJ about it. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, Seth Roberts. I feel like they're going to fit perfect with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. The Bengals wasn't bad. The Panthers was bad. That's I would rank, I, I'd rank I like the, the Bengals Pan- ahead. I like I the Panthers better than the Bengals. 110%. Pan- no, why? Yeah. DJ Moore they, is they the actually have an established receiver. non-hurt stud. DJ Moore. More DJ, please. Josh is in love with DJ Moore, so he cannot have an unbiased opinion. It's facts. AJ Green is a star, so we're just going to say that right it's now. It's been hurt like but, two years in yes. a row. He is a star. Anyway, right, so number three, three. This, this one hurt me. I wanted him to be number one. This is my Atlanta Falcons. Julio yeah. and Kelvin Ridley, uh, Russell Gage, and Laquan Treadwell. We can't forget about Laquan. Mega Quan. in there, too. Facts. Yeah, for sure. Facts. Uh, number two was Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I was surprised Jeremy did not have them. Uh, in there, and then my first one was Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson. I don't mind the top three. I like the Tyler Johnson slide in. I, I thought about it a little bit more, and the Bengals wasn't bad. I don't mind the Bengals. They weren't even my yeah. honorable mention, though. No, they're not. I'll start with one of my honorable mentions just because I want to talk about them a little bit, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Watch out for DK Metcalf this year, both from a fantasy sure. perspective mm-hmm. and from like just a mm-hmm. big-time play. Like, he's a good player. He's someone that I have eyed up in a lot of my fantasy leagues. And he's I love built like a talent. superhero. I love his quarterback. <laughs> Very accurate, which is perfect for a big body, body receiver. Uh, so, yeah, they're definitely a for me. Do you have anybody on your list, like, on them besides – like, on the Seattle Seahawks besides Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? Like, was there anybody else that you were like – That's really all I I don't even know if he's still on their roster. Okay. No, those, that was really all I got. That's why they're honorable mention. Number five, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, getting C.D. Lamb is huge. It falls off pretty bad after three. Uh, the Cardinals might have one of the most complete wide receiver groups when you look from top to bottom. I really like Christian Kirk a lot. He's a very good player. He was with Cliff Kingsbury in college, so he knows his skill set. Who's the so two there? One, two, three. Uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, number three, I have the Cleveland Browns. Uh, with- I think Kirk might be the two. I don't okay, know. Fitzgerald's they're gonna be, the three. They're like, going to be interchangeable. They, they have still have your number three. 
They still have Andy Isabella and Keyshawn Johnson yes. that could all play yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, I have the Cleveland Browns. Number two, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And number one, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Hey. I think they I have two top Tampa ten receivers. Consensus. I mean, so yeah. does Tampa, but I like Julio a lot better than I like Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Way better. Well, I'm glad you said the two top um, top ten receivers because you can make an argument that my number five team could potentially have two top ten receivers, and that's the L.A. Rams. I think that having Cooper Cup and having uh, Robert Woods is definitely a really rock solid, you know, start. They did lose Brandon Cooks to the. Um, but they got Van Jefferson, didn't they? Yeah, Van Jefferson. They and did Josh Jets. Reynolds and Josh Reynolds. Right. So I do like the Rams at five. I just want to shout out. I know I'm going backwards, but I kind of want to shout out my honorable mention pick. Not necessarily they were my sixth team, but a team that I think is kind of getting slept on is for a wide receiver core. That's the Detroit Lions. I yep. really, really like Kenny Galladay, and I'm a huge Marvin Jones fan. Damian, Danny Amendola is still there. He's a good quality. Is he? That's like, that was kind of a question, kind of a statement. Yes, he's no, still he's there, there right? still. Yes, okay, yep. so he's a quality slot guy, and then Marvin Jones can be able to run the nines and be able to get down the field and get some yak. So I like the Lions wide receiver course quite a bit. Uh, number four, I did have the Browns. I know that they haven't performed, at least I should say Odell has not performed to the standard that he has set in the past, but you know, um, he, his partner has been able to help me out here. Um, the Their number talent, two, Jarvis Landry, yeah, Jarvis Landry has been able to kind of pick up the slack from where Odell has, you know, faltered. Number three, I have the Falcons. I think that, you know, Julio is going to still get maybe a couple more years of top end play. I know Bradley's a huge, you know, Julio guy. How could you and not then, be? Huh? I mean, how could I, you not be? I know he was on my, he was on my team when he scored like 54 fantasy points at one time when he had like 200 and some receiving yards, and I still <laughs> lost that week. That is tough. And Calvin Ridley obviously is a great piece there too. I think he he's a candidate to be able to break out and potentially get into the top 10 like you were saying. My number two then is the Cowboys. I think being able to get the top receiver in the draft has to mean something, even if he is a rookie, especially whoa, whoa, if you have – Whoa, 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 whoa. Did Henry Ruggs go to the Cowboys? <laughs> okay, the consensus, oh, okay. the okay. consensus top receiver in the draft, um, okay. in CD Lamb went to the Cowboys when they had two established good receivers already. That that has to count for something. And then num- the number one, I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tom's going to be able to throw some darts to some really top end talent there. They may not have a ton after that after Tyler Johnson, but you know they. You're not going to really need a whole lot else after that because they have some good tight ends as well. So I had the Rams, Browns, Falcons, Cowboys, Buccaneers. I really like the I really like the Rams one there. I I think that was a really good pick. <sighs> Compliment for that must be a really good pick if Brady is going to be you know pumping. Maybe my it's because I just traded for Robert Woods. I mean maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm optimistic about his outlook. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Let's move to our one's got to go, and I think this one might take a little bit of a little bit of time because. I mean, we're talking about three players for each one of these. It's the one's got to go as a, as a quarterback, wide receiver, running back trio. So we're kind of staying with the, the rooms, but we're keeping it like with three different positions here. So the, the four different teams that we have, so we have the Green Bay Packers, which means Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and who's, who's the wide receiver for the Packers? Devontae Lazard. Oh, oh they, they have a number one. Okay, Devontae Adams is, is the last one. Uh, we have Bonafide Dallas Cowboys. Stud. Yeah. 
maybe. Uh, then we have Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, and Amari Cooper. Uh, we have the New Orleans Saints, so Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas. And then the last one is the Atlanta Falcons. So Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones. Who wants to get us started? Because we're going to have a long discussion about this one, I feel like. Before we go, is this fantasy or is this just, hey, I'm a GM. I want this trio here. Let's do it. This is regular. This is not fantasy. Hmm. I can get us started. I'll get us started. The one's got to go uh, for me is the Green Bay Packers, and it was really close, <laughs> really close. And I, I, I took off my cap for this one. I, I really thought about it. It was between, yeah, between the Cowboys and the Packers. So I had, I had Aaron Rodgers as my second best quarterback in this group. Fair, right? That is fair. Drew Brees literally yeah. holds all the records for passing, so I don't even want to hear it. Drew Brees is the number one quarterback in this group. I, I take it. Yeah, but I feel like I, I will argue that it's proud. This is for not historically from what you've done. It's this upcoming season. Who is the, Drew Brees got hurt last year and threw for 3,000 yards. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't really sure where your, Yeah, I wasn't really sure where your slander came from before that he's like fallen off. Drew Brees balled out last year when he was healthy. So, um, so then I looked at the running back position. Aaron Jones is my running back four out of this group. Over Todd Gurley, huh? Over yeah. Todd Gurley. Sitting a year ago, Todd Gurley was the best running back in football. So let's just. There's a reason he was hurt sitting. Because he was hurt all the time. He was hurt all the time. Wait, what? Todd Gurley. Yeah. Degenerative knees. He'll be fine. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. And so uh, Devontae Adams was my third receiver on this list. And I don't want to hear the slander. Oh my Julio's God. one. Michael. Who's who's better than Devontae Adams? No, I thought it, now that I thought about it, no, I agree. He's if you yeah. rank Cooper <laughs> over Devontae, I would I love oh, me yeah. some Cooper. You know I love me some Cooper. Yeah, so Devontae Devontae was my third receiver there. So he, they ended up I did the point system kind of like Bradley did. They got the most points, obviously their last, they gotta go. Um New Orleans was pretty easy. It was between Dallas, Atlanta, and uh Green Bay. It was kind of the running back position, Aaron Jones or Todd Gurley, and I, I chose Todd Gurley. I actually disagree. I will end up uh, going with the Falcons. I think that with the quarterback room, I top end. I know Rodgers has fallen off, and trust me, I am. I I hate him. I do not care for him. But he, I think, has a better top end ceiling as far as just a pure passer than Matt Ryan is. Aaron Jones, I think, is a better for this next season. I trust Aaron Jones much more than I do Todd Gurley. And then you can be able to take your pick with Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. So for me, I am, you know, the ones that got to go for me is the Falcons. I just don't trust their pieces outside of Julio. Matty Ice threw really, 4,500 yards last year. Come on. It's all empty. It's all there. They got an awful defense. They're always throwing late in games. They've been just doing that for see a lot of time now. He's been able to put up garbage numbers yeah, and empty numbers. To be, to, to be fair. Aaron Rodgers did that early in his career when Green Bay's defense wasn't very good. So, I'm not making an argument for Rodgers. Clearly, clearly, I'm not. I, I'm, that's yeah. a, an honest truth, Jeremy. And they've won games too, even with a, a terrible defense. So, maybe that's this one. This one's actually Rodgers. really tough because I think Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas are safe. I think we can yep. all agree that they're safe. They're number one. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can you can you can pick each one. Rodgers is the best quarterback of the next three. 
Zeke is the best receiver out of the three other ones, and he's Julio's a running the back. Best. He's, not, he's not a receiver. He's a running back. <laughs> Could you please inform me of what I said? You said Zeke is the best receiver out of the group. Okay, well, Zeke is the best running back, and Julio's the best receiver. So it's kind of pick your poison. For me, I'm going to just say that the Packers group has got to go. And for me, it just has to go down with Aaron Jones. It just hasn't been doing it for long enough. And I know running back shelf life is really short, but he hasn't been doing it for more than a year and a half. And I'd like to see a little bit more. Obviously, I have questions about Todd Gurley's knees. He still contributes in the passing game a lot, so I'm just going to say the Packers got to go. That hurts. That hurts. Two Packers got to go. That's tough. Um, For me, I think, like Bradley eloquently laid out, Drew Brees, Alvin (laughs) Kamara, Michael Thomas, locked in. I can't get rid of Julio, So, and Matt Ryan's done enough and has done – whether you think they're empty stats or not, he's done enough to stay. He stays. So for me, it's down to the Packers and the Cowboys. I don't trust Dak as a winner. That's my personal opinion. I put on my GM hat. I I put on my GM hat for the running back position, and I would much rather pay Aaron Jones for what he's doing than pay Zeke for what he's doing. And I would take Devontae Adams over Amari Cooper every day of the week. Um, well, if so you were a GM, you wouldn't be paying me. a running back. GMs don't pay running backs. They let them walk. That's true. Unless you go down to Cabo. Yeah, they'll <laughs> find a way to pay you. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I suppose I'm trying so. to find what Dak's winning percentage is. I, Dak, Dak's a winner. You got you – got He hasn't had a great defense either. You got, question, that, question. you got those weapons and you go eight and eight in that division. I, I got a question for you guys. That's, that's if I threw Mahomes, Edwards Alaire, and Tyreek Hill into this mix, would they be the one that's gotta go or no would way. another group? No way. I know the running back is just not proven at all with C E H, but I having I just can't get I can't it's get, can't be Mahomes. Can't be the number one quarterback. And Tyreek's good enough where I wouldn't consider throwing Mahomes. I would also be interested if we added tight ends to this list because you're throwing in Jay Sternberger, Blake Jarwin, Jared Cook, and yeah, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Sleeper. Cowboys still leave for me. I I think the Packers would still leave for me too. I like Sternber- Sternberger does not than- help the odds. Jarwin's a sneaky player this year. Doesn't I would, move I would, the needle for me. Does not move the needle. Sternberger's not a sneaky player. I guys watch out for Jarwin this year from, a, from Green Bay. <laughs> Stern Sternberger is going to basically play receiver. Okay, here let me just talk a little bit about Blake Jarwin just for a little bit because we got to throw a little bit of fantasy football into this. If you're looking for a late tight end, Blake Jarwin's going to oh, get a lot money. of targets. They extended him for a couple more years when they could have said, "Hey, prove it for one year." So they're confident in Blake Jarwin. He's going to get some Jason Witten's targets. Because Dak's still going to throw to a tight end, and they don't have anybody else behind Blake Jarwin. So I would look, if you're in that tier three of tight ends, go grab a Blake Jarwin. Awesome. I'm glad we're going to end the show on Blake Jarwin. No, we're not ending the show on Blake Jarwin. That's how we drew it up. I cannot hear uh, Sternberger's name without hearing that. um, You know, what's the bad guy in that Santa Claus is coming to town? Like, uh, Burgermeister, Meisterberger, whatever. Have you seen that movie? Nope. I have no idea. None of you have about. seen it. I guarantee you some of the listeners have, have seen it and they're going to be like, oh, yep. So whenever I hear Sternberger's name, that's what I think of. But 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. Go deep, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>